Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today, we have more schedule changes thanks to COVID-19. A Giants top prospect gets the call, a bunch of injury updates, a look at Thursday's stars, Friday's matchups, DFS tips, and more. So let's start with a pair of positive COVID tests for the New York Mets. Postponed their Thursday game against the Marlins. Now the weekend series against the Yankees will be postponed. This has been a high-wire act all season, and it seems like that's just how it's going to be for Major League Baseball. Having seen how the bubble environment has worked relatively well for the NBA and the NHL, it does feel like Major League Baseball, and presumably the NFL, are inviting a lot more risk. Other than that, though, it's going really great. The Cardinals have climbed up to 14 games played. The Dodgers are at 27. For fantasy, at the very least, there's going to be a giant asterisk for the 2020 season. I don't know that there's any way around that. But we move on, and the San Francisco Giants have called up uh, catching prospect Joey Bart uh, to make his debut on Thursday night. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to have to get Aram from uh, Locked On Baseball Prospects on here uh, to talk about the great young talent that's been getting called up. As we sort of approach the midway point of this shortened season, uh, teams are starting to dig into their player pool and bring up some of their top prospects, and Aram will will be a great voice to, to give us insight into what kind of value we might get from some of those prospects. Uh, so look for that early next week. I'll, uh, I'll hook up with Aram and we'll, we'll have a good talk about that. But anyway, when it comes to Joey Bart, he was the second overall pick in 2018. And in his minor league career, he hit 284 with an 875 OPS, hitting 29 home runs in 130 games. That there's even opening for Bart is largely due to Buster Posey electing to sit out the season. Otherwise, it would have made sense for Bart to get his reps at AAA this year. But, uh, you know, this year being obviously different than, than expected. Uh, Tyler Heineman and Chadwick Tromp have handled the catching duties for the Giants thus far, but uh, neither one is hitting particularly well. So Bart has a real chance to take the position and run with it. Uh, really, for a Giants team that isn't going anywhere anyway, uh, a good chance to see what their future might hold. So let's move to some other injury updates. Uh, start with Cardinals catcher Yadier Molina returned to the lineup after his uh, COVID-19 absence. The, the Cardinals as a team, as I mentioned, are well behind on games played, and they're going to try and catch up and play a bunch of seven-inning doubleheaders and so on. Uh, but Molina uh, has missed more games than, than the team as a whole. And so he is uh, back in the lineup, and uh, if you've listened to any of my any of my preseason podcasts, uh, I'm obviously a big fan of Yadier Molina. I think he provides pretty good value, but usually I think he provides pretty good value uh, because he's in the lineup a lot. And so the fact that he's missed time in this shortened season already uh, poses potential trouble. Uh, to the Yankees, who, as, as noted, are going to be uh, on hold for the weekend, but uh, they have some injury issues to, to deal with anyway. Uh, Yankees starting pitcher James Paxton is going for an MRI in his elbow slash forearm, uh, that's not great, obviously, and, and Paxton's uh, struggled a bit early in the season, and obviously if, if they run into a serious elbow issue, uh, he'll be out long term. Uh, there have been reports the Yankees have been stretching out their top pitching prospect, Clark Schmidt, uh, or maybe their most major league ready pitching prospect, Clark Schmidt, so that he could be a rotation option, uh, and you know that may end up being needed sooner rather than later. Uh, Jonathan Loesiga could also make a spot start or, or be an opener, uh, sticking with the Yankees, shortstop Gleyber Torres left Thursday's game against Tampa Bay with hamstring tightness. Uh, uh, <laughs> Torres is not off to a great start already. Uh, Taro Estrada could fill in if Torres needs to go on the injured list, but uh, that's not an ideal situation uh, for the Yankees. 
twin center fielder Byron Buxton has landed on the injured list with shoulder inflammation. Jake Cave is the prime beneficiary for playing time when Buxton is out. Cave is struggling this year, hitting 167 with a 546 OPS, but in 578 career plate appearances, he has 22 home runs, is hitting 255 with a 777 OPS. Uh, a totally legit outfield uh, option uh, when he gets a chance to play. Uh, Rangers shortstop Elvis Andrus is on the injured list with a back injury. Uh, Danny Santana, who's just back from his own injury, uh, can probably fill in at short. Uh, and as we, we talked about uh, the Rangers just the other day, uh, this probably leaves more uh, security in the lineup for Nick Solak. The, the thought was with uh, Santana moving back into the lineup that Solak might be moving off of center field. And uh, certainly with uh, Santana sliding into shortstop, that, that should leave Solak in a pretty secure outfield spot. Uh, Padres reliever Drew Pomerantz is dealing with shoulder tightness. That's obviously uh, not great for the guy who had a chance to take over the closer's role. And if it's not going to be uh, Pomerantz and it's not going to be Kirby Yates, who's obviously injured, uh, the other options uh, could be Emilio Pagan getting some chances to close or, or Cal Quantrill, former starting pitcher who's sort of in a, in a swing role but uh, did get a save just earlier in the week. So not an ideal situation for the, for the Padres' bullpen either. Uh, and then, now a couple of relievers, albeit not closers. Uh, Astros reliever Josh James had a left hip injury uh, that forced him out of Thursday's game. And Brewers reliever and former closer Corey Knabel is on the injured list with a strained hamstring. Coming up next, take a look at Thursday's stars, some matchups to exploit for Friday, and DFS tips. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have a bunch of great flavors. My favorites are the peanut butter chocolate and the salted caramel. But they're all low-fat, low-carb, and high-protein, all in a convenient bar. I've been trying to shed some quarantine pounds at a boot camp for the past couple of months, and I'm having a little bit of success. But I leaned right into it with Built Bar after my workouts to give my muscles the protein boost they needed. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com, B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your next order. And enjoy the best protein bar on the planet. So now let's take a look at Thursday's top performers. Uh, start with Chicago White Sox starting pitcher Lucas Giolito. Uh, went seven innings, gave up three hits, one walk, 13 strikeouts, and no earned runs in a 9 nothing win against the Detroit Tigers. Uh, Giolito had a huge breakthrough season for the White Sox uh, in 2019 and is uh, on track uh, to be the ace of the White Sox staff here. Uh, Cleveland starting pitcher Shane Bieber, six innings, gave up six hits. Uh, no walks, no runs, and struck out 11 in a 2 nothing win at Pittsburgh. Uh, as noted previously, Bieber is one of the top pitchers uh, in all of the majors uh, the past couple of seasons, and uh, going against the worst team in, in Major League Baseball, um, maybe not surprising that he shut them down. Minnesota Twins starting pitcher Jose Barrios went six innings, gave up just one hit and one walk, no runs, struck out nine in a 7-1 win against Milwaukee. Barrios was off to a really tough start, uh, and so this is a, a positive sign that for the guy who's supposed to be the ace of the Twins staff, uh, that he's capable of delivering uh, in this way because he, his first handful of starts this year were, were pretty rough. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers ace Clayton Kershaw went seven innings, gave up four hits, one walk, one run, struck out 11 in a 6-1 win at Seattle. Uh, Kershaw 
missed the, the opening day uh, with a back injury and so kind of got a late start to this season. Uh, but he's come back and he's throwing extremely well. The results are sort of as expected. Rockies first baseman, Ryan McMahon, went two for three with two runs scored, four RBIs, and hit two home runs in a 10-8 loss to Houston. Uh, McMahon sort of gets overlooked uh, in that Colorado lineup, but uh, quietly productive. And honestly, as long as he can continue to play regularly, uh, that's a bat worth having. But there is a challenge that McMahon, uh, between first and second base, has to compete with the likes of Daniel Murphy at first and then uh, Garrett Hampson or Brendan Rodgers at second. Uh, so, you know, he, he might need to keep hitting uh, in order to secure regular playing time. Oakland A's third baseman, Matt Chapman, was two for four, two runs scored, three RBIs, and two home runs, and a 5-1 win against Arizona. Uh, Chapman is extremely productive uh, third baseman, good power hitter. No big surprise there. Uh, San Francisco's second baseman, Wilmer Flores, was three for four with two runs scored, four RBIs, and a home run in a 10-5 win against the Angels. We like this one because I recommended Flores in, in uh, DFS. So the Angels, A, the Angels have not been playing well, uh, but they, they had inexperienced pitcher on the mound, and Flores uh, made the most of the opportunity. Uh, Yankees first baseman, Luke Voigt, uh, was three for five with two runs scored, two RBIs, and a home run, giving him 10 home runs on the season in a 10-5 loss to Tampa Bay. Uh, the Yankees lineup is depleted uh, with... Uh, LeMahieu and Judge and Stanton all on the injured list. Uh, Torres left the game yesterday, uh, but Voigt uh, does offer an obviously legit power source uh, in that lineup. Chicago White Sox left fielder Eloy Jimenez. Three for four, two runs scored, two RBIs and a home run and a 9-0 win against Detroit. Uh, rising star in the White Sox outfield. Toronto Blue Jays DH, Rowdy Tellez was three for four, two runs scored, three RBIs, one home run and a 9-8 win against Philadelphia in, in game two of their doubleheader. San Diego Padres first baseman Eric Hosmer was two for four, scored one run, drove in four on a, with a grand slam in an 8-7 win against Texas. It was the fourth game in a row in which the Padres have hit a grand slam. And finally, uh, Boston Red Sox shortstop Xander Bogarts was three for five with two runs scored, two RBIs, and two home runs in a 7-1 win at Baltimore. Bogarts is one of the top uh, fantasy shortstops that could get lost in, in the way this season is going for the Red Sox, but uh, don't be surprised uh, if he puts up big numbers. Anyway, uh, beyond that, a few matchups uh, that catch my interest for Friday, just a couple. Houston with Lance McCullers on the mound, plus 115 at San Diego and Garrett Richards. Not that I especially uh, don't like uh, Richards. Uh, I think he, in most circumstances, is a pretty nice value. Uh, but uh, I, I like McCullers' upside, and, and he got off to a really rough start early in the season, but... Uh, seems to be coming around for the Astros, and uh, so I, I give them a, a decent chance against the apparently red-hot Padres. And, and then a big underdog, Colorado Rockies, with John Gray on the mound, plus 200 at the L.A. Dodgers and Walker Bueller. Obviously, Dodgers have the best record in baseball, so this is not an easy uh, an easy pick. But uh, Bueller also isn't off to a great start, uh, certainly not where you'd expect him to be given what he did in 2019. And his strikeout rate is way down. And, and against a, a formidable Colorado lineup, you know, maybe they could take advantage. And, and Gray, if he could give you know, the Rockies a respectable start, uh, keep them competitive, um, maybe you have a fighting chance here, and, and that's worthwhile at a plus 200 price. So let's shift now. A few daily fantasy recommendations for Friday, see if we can build on the Wilmer Flores uh, success from yesterday. 
Kansas City Royals starting pitcher Danny Duffy is $6,700 on DraftKings against Minnesota. Not an easy lineup, obviously. Uh, Duffy has a 4.44 ERA, which isn't great, but his whip is just 0.95, and his strikeout rate 10.9 per nine innings. You know, worth worth a look uh, at that price. Uh, mentioned him earlier, San Francisco Giants catcher Joey Bart is just $2,300 against Arizona and Robbie Ray. Uh, Bart is, you know, he's priced as a player who's played one major league game, uh, but his minor league track record suggests he should be able to hit at this level. This matchup against uh, Arizona left-hander Robbie Ray is not a bad spot to start. Detroit corner infielder, first base and third base eligible, Jamer Candelario is $3,700 against Cleveland and Adam Plutko on the mound. Uh, Candelario uh, is getting regular playing time at first base right now, and you know $3,700 is a pretty bargain uh, price for a guy who's got a little bit of power. He's hitting 270 uh, against uh, a fill-in in the Cleveland rotation. Go back to the well, uh, Seattle outfielder slash third baseman Dylan Moore, uh, $3,900 against Texas rookie Colby Allard. Uh, Moore has you know, been one of my favorites here for uh, for DFS, not only because he uh, is inexpensive, uh, but he's a threat for both home runs and stolen bases. And, and so uh, taking him against the, the slumping Rangers uh, and their rookie pitcher uh, is a decent matchup there. And uh, one more San Francisco Giant. We're going with outfielder Austin Slater, who's only $2,800 against Arizona and, and Robbie Ray. Slater's hitting 347 with 1101 OPS this year. He has six stolen bases. And he, and he hits better against left-handed pitching. He has an 833 OPS in his career against lefties, 677 against righties. So favorable matchup there for Austin Slater. And Robbie Ray is having some hard days here early in uh, the 2020 season. He has an 8.59 ERA, a 1.91 whip. Uh, through five starts. He's walked 20 in 22 innings. Uh, so not a bad idea to, to grab some San Francisco Giants and stack them up against uh, Robbie Ray on Friday. That will do it for today. I'll be back tomorrow with more fantasy baseball news. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to fire off an email, send it to locked on fantasy baseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay safe and stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. 